This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Things just happened. I got a great team. We had, we had an unbelievable run, and man, it feels good. Not man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to win it, and look at us now. Hey, Chiefs Kingdom, you got to fight for your right. <laughs> All right, Kurt. Pretty, uh, pretty happy bunch of Chiefs here on the podium. How about that after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl yesterday? What did Travis say? Not Nan, one of you pick us to win the Super Bowl. Am I here? Does anybody, anybody heard that phrase before? Not Nan, one of y'all picked us to win. Is that what he said there? I think it's going to be printed on a t-shirt this morning. Not Nan, one of y'all, you, you jabronis picked us to win the Super Bowl. But he's right. No one did. Uh, I think even going up to the game, we had Cousin Andy on the show the other day. I think that everybody had, like, the the Eagles were up by one and a half, two points. Doesn't matter. Here we are. Champs. The NFL champs again. Kansas City Chiefs. What a game. In dramatic, it's a heart. I call that that's a, that's a heart attack game. That'll <laughs> that, that'll get the ticker, won't it, Marsh? Sometimes, like the old cardiac cardinals of the olden days, huh? Man, what a great, uh, what a game! And I wonder. First thing I'm wondering. Okay, so how is everybody for? Somebody sent me a map. Said, "Here's the states that are voting for the specific specific teams in the Super Bowl." Oh. And the map showed you'd be like a red blue political map, and the map had Missouri red and Kansas uh, red. Uh, Pennsylvania was green, and then the rest of the country was just gray because nobody cared about this. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I guess, but man, what an incredible game! Some first, including the first time ever a Mizzou player scored. Nick Bolton, who was chosen as one of the team captains for the Super Bowl game, he was able to score. That was the fumble recovery. Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball, and Nick Bolton swooped it into the end zone. Bolton was in his face all game. Oh yeah, and almost scored again too. On a play, I think that was uh, that was called back. It was just really, really good all around. Mars, some of your big takeaways. Well, Harrison Butker had the big doink earlier in the game, but came back for total vindication, like kicked like your kicker hopefully does, and won the game for him. Steph, it was just a fun night. Yeah. You know, it was fun to get together with your friends and cheer on your team. And I, I just, I was, you know, after, and, and I think in particular, after the Mizzou game Saturday, where it was also a cart, almost a cardiac event. Um, and so having that game on Saturday and then the Chiefs on Sunday, both coming down, it was just a great weekend for sports in Missouri. It was two incredible finishes. You've got the uh, deep three-pointer as Mizzou upsets number six, Tennessee. New uh, poll coming out today. Maybe Mizzou gets into the top 25 as we start to inch closer to March Madness uh, Mr. Howsworth, any big takeaways from the game yesterday, commercials, anything like that? Not so much the commercials. I thought the field surface was terrible. Um, <laughs> it, it really was. It was a mess, I mean, it, wasn't it? it? it it's, it's disgraceful that a, a Super Bowl would have a field where you have to ch- change the cleats that many times. I, I saw on Twitter it, it cost $800,000. It's just, that is just, it, you know, um, it's, I'm glad for the Chiefs. But I'll tell you, I speak for a lot of fans in the St. Louis area. It's really, really hard to 
watch the NFL after what they did to St. Louis with the with the Rams, letting them go out there. Thank you, Stan Kroenke. Uh, <laughs> Brian, come on, dude. It's only 612. It's only Monday morning. Wow. That said, I'm thrilled for the Chiefs. Just not a huge fan of the the way the league did, uh, did St. Louis. But what a job by Mahomes. What a job by the Chiefs. I mean, 24-14, they didn't, they looked like they were going to come down. But that field surface, I think one of the players compared it to a water park. Um, and even Mahomes had to change his cleats. I've never seen that in a Super Bowl condition like that. Had nothing to do with the halftime show. It had to do with the surface because it was even like that in the first quarter. Um, huge win and the Capitol Dome shining brightly red and uh, gold today. So that's neat in Jeff City. Hannah, big takeaways? I thought that the commercials were just meh. Yeah. There was... Yeah. There was one or two funny ones that stood out, but overall, I was kind of disappointed in the commercials. Um, yeah, cardiac event with the game. That uh, Harrison Butker field goal that, as the announcer said, doinked off the upright <laughs> was a heartbreaker. Um, but overall, it was a good game. Yeah, so whenever Harrison missed that kick, it was kind of like, Oh man, let's not this, let's not let this be. A they had a mic too. Yeah. They really did. Hear it. on the radio version on that. And I, I was <laughs> listening primarily on the radio. I, I like to listen to how they cover it as opposed to TV. Kevin Harlan, right before that kick, said that he has been perfect all season. He's been oh, perfect no. yeah, for, during their regular <laughs> season. Jinxed, no. And then immediately after he missed it, Kurt Warner, the color commentator, said, isn't there a rule in sports casting? You're not supposed to say that until after the kick. But <laughs> it, it was. And uh, But nonetheless, Butker came up with a huge field goal late. That was uh, just a, a great win, and uh, congratulations. And I believe, Brandon, the I've been talking about the, uh, the Disney World event today. I believe the actual... Parade in Kansas City is Wednesday at noon, I believe. So, shows on the road Wednesday. We'll be in. Uh, no, we're not going to be in <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, so, Wednesday, Kansas City. And the cool thing is, because there's talk talk every year. I don't know how serious it's ever been. that there, there should be a national holiday the day following the Super Bowl. And I'm okay with that. I really am. I am good with that. Uh, not that it would affect me, but I think, how cool would that be? Because I know it's... What is it, like the day after the Super Bowl, it's the number one day in America that the workplaces have more people call in sick than any other day of the year. <laughs> At 3 o'clock this morning, it was sounding pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and today, actually, a lot of people are off. We want to let you know this because yeah. if you're going for specific services today, especially as it relates to government services, uh, there's a lot of things not happening. Today. Yeah, basically, the county courthouses are going to be closed today. And this is a little confusing. I'll keep this simple. But it is a state and county holiday. It's not a city nor a federal holiday. So banks are open. We will get the mail. However, it's a state and county holiday. Courts are closed today. Most state offices are closed today, but Brandon, here's where it gets confusing. So if you need to go to the driver's license office, DMV, that's going to be closed. If you need to sign up for child support, go to an FSD office, that is closed. However, the legislature is in session, both the Senate and the House. State prisons are open. The Fulton State Hospital is open. So basically, emergency services are open. And then it's a little surprising the Senate and House are in session, but they have the authority to do that. Um, but uh, other than that, most state offices are closed. All right. Stephanie Bell and I statewide Lincoln Days in Springfield over the weekend, and I had an incredible conversation with State Senator... Bill Eigel. Mm. Oh. Uh-huh. Who I'm 
Uh, we we've really had one dealing, and it was it was not good. I don't like arrogance, and but anyhow, we had a talk. Is it related to Caleb Brown? As it relates to legislation that's affecting us here in Mid Missouri, do want to share that story there? That's so, awesome. it was actually, as a matter of fact, I think Senator Bill Eigel is going to be joining us, and it was just, it was just a really good really good um, conversation, Mahomes. So, what's it what's it like? You win the Super Bowl, wow. Then you win it again. Like, which is better, the first time you've ever won it or, hey, we're back in the promised land. I've done it again. First of all, congratulations, man. I appreciate you, man. There's nothing like sitting on this set right now. How about sitting <laughs> on this set for the second time? Does this one, is it any different than the first? It, it's completely different. That first time, I didn't even know how great winning a Super Bowl was. And then to deal with the failure the last two years, losing a Super Bowl, losing the AFC Championship game in overtime, um, I appreciate this so much more, man. And I'm proud of those guys that are down. That play with me. I said, yep, I appreciate this more. Second time is just as good, and the third time will probably be better than that. And then the fourth time is going to be even better than that. Off the text, 874-9390. Stewart says, what is the consensus on the halftime show? I wasn't impressed. I don't think I'm the right guy to ask. I never watched the halftime show. I happened to watch it last night, and... I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool. I like the singing of Rihanna. I know some of her songs on the radio, which surprises me. But I was like, yeah, it's cool. That was my takeaway. And usually I make a point because half, when halftime comes on, it's usually when I bail and get food or whatever, start working something. I usually don't watch it. Last time I watched it, it was the weekend a couple years ago when they all put like under, uh, they put pairs of underwear on their face. <laughs> Remember? Because uh, I think we'd even posted on Facebook. I'm like, what the heck is is this? So I don't watch the halftime show. Anybody, any any observations? It was kind of meh. I mean, meh. a lot of times it's a party and so I think a lot of people were expecting like surprise guests or like something else and it was just her on stage. So in one way, you know, I think people said, hey, you know, she said, she stood on the stage, she did her thing, she's enough. Like we don't, <gasps> she told people like, I don't need all this extra stuff. I'm I'm good on my own. And I think that was a statement for her. Surprise pregnancy though. Yes. <laughs> Apparently she just, didn't she just get over a pregnancy? She, <laughs> she just had a baby get in over. May. Wow. <laughs> and she just get cured of a pregnancy. No. <laughs> I mean, my, my favorite take though was like, oh, we've had all those spy balloons and now she's like, looks like she's surrounded in aliens. <laughs> and so they, that's, that's what was in all of those balloons. All these people landing for the uh, Super Bowl. Marsh, are you a fan of the Rihanna halftime show? Yeah, it was pretty cool from a technical standpoint. Yeah. With them flying around on everything and all, but I'm, you know, not a big Rihanna fan. Hannah? Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Meh. Meh. So it's it was, a meh. It was, it was good. It wasn't yeah. great or fantastic. It was no Prince 20, uh, 2008, 2009. It wasn't like that. What about you, Houseworth? I remember the one of the first Super Bowls, a guy actually got into a space outfit and went up in the air for like 25 feet, and that was the halftime show. Um, gosh, that was one of the first ones. It was a big deal at that time. I didn't see it again. I was, I was listening to the radio. They were more talking about the game itself, so I didn't see it other than some... It looked like people dressed up in white suits, I believe. It's kind of how it looked. Yeah. I, I, but without seeing it, I have no idea what the context is. I did really enjoy Chris Stapleton singing the national yeah. anthem and the t you, the tears, and I was just, I was moved. Yeah, the uh, uh, one of the coaches for the Philadelphia Eagles, whenever Chris Stapleton is laying down the national anthem, my 
goodness. 874 Sandy says via text she switched to Jeff's uh, Jeff Dunham comedy special during the halftime show. And I didn't realize they said before they were going into halftime, they said typically an NFL halftime is 12 minutes for the Super Bowl. It's 29 minutes long. Chiefs. Beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl, and this is going on while apparently we're just shooting the ship. Shooting ship down left and right over the weekend. Balloons and unidentified. We're just shooting ship everywhere. Like pew, 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 pew. Like Sarah Palin in Alaska. Like like finding classified documents in people's homes. They're just everywhere. All of a sudden. And I'm thinking, like, are we being invaded by those little spiders from the movie uh, Minority Report with Tom Cruise when those little drone spiders go in? And it's, it's like all of a sudden these balloons are just... Or Full of Rihanna's dancers. Or Rihanna's dancers. So we spent a good portion of the weekend shooting the ship. Uh, we're going to cover some of this, I think, at the Daily DC Rundown. One of those other things we do have to cover this morning here. What do you have coming up in the Daily DC Rundown? Well, we'll talk about all of this stuff flying through the sky, but we'll also talk about a, a big announcement coming this week. Who might be running against Trump in that presidential? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Grasped by this administration, whether that bad behavior is illegal border crossings on our southern border or entries into our airspace by the Chinese, we have to stand up to bad behavior if we wanted to stop. From Florida, Representative Lance Golden talking about the uh, balloon. And I think, well, now several balloons, several shoot-downs over the weekend, the bigger picture, which Stephanie Bell and I have been talking about since the tragic events of January 20th of 2021, the day Joe Biden, in effect, said, I do, and talked about unity and all those other lies. We have looked weak on a worldwide stage. Look at what happened in Afghanistan. Uh, NATO says that Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine because of the weakness of Joe Biden. Joe Biden lying in his state of the state. Look at how tough we were on China after that balloon crossed our entire country. Went by the nuclear power facility and Whiteman Air Force Base and all kinds of other military installations. But I shot it down. We look so mad. Everybody knows it. That's getting us into today's Daily DC Rundown with Stephanie Bell. Well, yes, this weekend we shot down the fourth item, balloon or otherwise. Um, and it, one of the interesting things to me they're saying is, well, we're noticing more of these because we had to adjust our radar because these things are moving so slow. So I'm thinking, were these things there all along? Have they been, and we just weren't picking up on them? And that seems to be some of what they're indicating. They're saying, well, we, our radar had to be adjusted to catch these things. The other thing that seems really bizarre to me is, Where's Biden on this? Mm -hmm. We haven't heard anything from him, really. It's like, and I got that same sense, too. It's almost like, and you'll get this. As your kids get older, you're going to come home some nights, and all the lights are going to be off. But you turn on the lights into your house, and like there, you'll see there's been a party going on. And all the kids are going to scatter. That's what it's like with this new radar. And all of a sudden, what the heck's been happening while we have not been paying attention? Apparently. Well, we know what where Biden is. He's not talking about these things floating through the air. But he's having a big black tie party at the White House this weekend with probably steak dinner. Uh, he hosted the National Governors Association and was talking about unity and togetherness. Uh, very fun. So that's what he's up to. Um, we are also uh, looking forward to an announcement potentially on Wednesday about the presidential race in 2024. Uh, Nikki Haley is set to become potentially the first person to announce against President Trump. And really the important thing about this announcement is no one really wanted to be the first. And so the thought is once she announces, everyone else will start to, they will fall like dominoes and we will suddenly see a flurry about activity in that race. Pence, DeSantis, 
Pompeo, whole bunch of people. A lot, a lot, I think. Um, I really think this is interesting. So Google is going to expand misinformation. Have you heard this word before? Pre-bunking. <laughs> which pre-bunking. is kind of like debunking, but pre-bunking. And so they said they've seen promising results in Eastern Europe. They're going to expand this campaign in Germany. And what they what pre-bunking is, and I, I haven't seen it, but it, they're putting out their own ads that are t- that teaches people how to spot false claims for themselves. And I think that's really interesting because I think, you know, we, we, we've seen the warnings that, that, you know, someone else decides what's false. But this is advertisements to help you individually spot things that might be false. And I think, you know, putting the onus on the individual, allowing someone to, uh, you know, think critically and decide whether what you're seeing on social media could be false or could need more context, I think is important. Um, they said they're uh, highlighting techniques like fear mongering, scapegoating, false comparisons, exaggeration and missing context. I think just a different way to address a problem um, and one that, you know. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. And Bucker is hooking and hits the post. No good. The loudest doink I think I've ever heard in my life. That was the uh, that was the field goal attempt Harrison Butker missed in the Super Bowl yesterday, and it almost came into play. Kind of some frightening moments there uh, early on in the game. But the Chiefs Super Bowl champions parade coming up Wednesday in Kansas City. They're going to Disney today because that's what happens whenever you win a national championship in any kind of sports. You go to Disneyland. So they're going to be doing that today back here in the Show Me State on Wednesday. Good morning. Welcome into the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There's Mr. John Marsh. Good morning. Producer Hannah is here. Hello. And Brian Hosworth. Stephanie Bell is back. It is so good to see you. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. Uh, it had been a while. As a matter of fact, I was this morning, if you watch on our YouTube channel, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, I was kind of like looking like, who's that? Who's It was a long journey. <laughs> who's, who's this um, over here? But glad you were back for a couple of reasons. Making it back. So Missouri Statewide Lincoln Days took place over the weekend in Springfield. And this is kind of like where anybody who's anybody in the world of politics, they get together and there's conferences and stuff. Josh Hawley was there. Um, our attorney general was there. Uh, Mike Kehoe, Lieutenant, just every, everybody. Yeah, everybody was there. Eric Schmidt, new senator, was there? Eric Schmidt uh, made an appearance uh, there and talked about sports gambling with some of the uh, some of the folks, especially now because I know there were so many folks here in Mid Missouri as the Chiefs were getting ready to be in the Super Bowl. People wanted to do these office pulls and stuff like that, and they wanted to do the squares and all that, but you can't do it because it's illegal here uh, in Missouri. But it is making progress, it looks like, in the in, in the legislature. It looks like it's going to be a thing. I have not found anybody that's really against it. Everybody I talk to are like, yeah, that's fine, whether I sports gamble or not. And I say, well, if, if you're passionately ambivalent about it, because that's my take. I'm like, I don't sports gamble. I don't care, whatever. But if there's an opportunity for Missouri to make some revenue off of it, I'm cool with that. Um, I don't I don't hold with those who have moral obligations against gambling. That, for me personally, is just not a thing. I got a lot of other moral things I can be worrying about for myself besides sports gambling. Yeah, I mean, I think in the past, the holdup has been, you know, the devil's in the details. And there are various um, iterations, various people who could benefit those kinds of things so there's a lot uh and obviously it's been an issue for the last five years i think you know everyone is very hopeful for this year um but as you get down into the details uh it gets a little trickier and that's kind of where we're getting to as it gets to crunch time any big observations from your time at the missouri statewide lincoln days 
Uh, a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, we had our uh, Missouri, our Missouri chapter of our uh, Republican National Lawyers Association breakfast uh, on Saturday morning, and just a lot of interest, a lot of excitement. Um, you know, the RNLA focuses on election integrity um, and volunteering on election day, poll watchers, election observers, that kind of thing, um, and huge turnout for that meeting. Uh, so that was really exciting, and got to hear um, from the Attorney General. Uh, we also heard from the Secretary of State, and then uh, the new Treasurer, um, who is also a lawyer. Um, so you know, I've met him, but I didn't, I hadn't really heard his story because I didn't get to go to a swearing in but just an incredible story an incredible person um and then we heard too from a lot of uh, dean plocker the speaker of the house and some of the legislative issues that are coming up so uh, particularly as they kind of uh, um affect lawyers so uh, lots of interesting things happening and things that I think they're working on that are, I mean, outside of the hot topic. So exciting times. Vivek Malik, who is the uh, the new treasurer, he was there and it was chatting with him and it was interesting because he had his kids that are running around. So he's going to be running for election uh, whenever there's an election in 2024. Because remember, he was put into this because... Governor Parson has appointed 87 people to offices during his time as governor because we have like attorneys uh, general that get elected to the Senate. But Vivek Malik was there and his kids were handing out uh, they're handing out campaign stickers for him. And the, one of the cool things, and I want to get into this conversation that I had with State Senator Bill Igel, but one of the things that was cool uh, when I see the younger people that are working on behalf of campaigns, the younger people getting involved with politics. Yeah, our good friend Trey Fauché, who's the, uh, uh, who is the chair of the Mizzou College Republicans, a lot of younger folks there, um, volunteering, and they have, they have like their, there's a new high school group that's getting together, and they've got the College Republicans, and then the Young Republicans, which are actually all different groups, um, but they, a lot of those folks were sh showing up, and they, I think, uh, the, they elect new leadership every year at uh, State Lincoln Days. The other person who made an appearance, I don't think he was there for Lincoln Days. Do you know who was there? Uh, Mark McCloskey? Uh, no, uh, but um, I have some oh, friends. Oh, no, please, no. What? Oh, gosh, I think I know who you're going to say. Let me write it down, and you tell me if it's <laughs> this guy. I'm serious. So I wondered about this. Um, oh, no, it is not him. I, never, I didn't see him. Oh, okay. Uh, Here's the name. I, I'll show it on the Wake Up Mid-Missouri camera first. Uh, if you can uh, get that. Uh, it's not that dude. No. But apparently there is something else going on in town. And this guy was wandering around the hotel. Uh, WWE legend Mick Foley was really? at the University Plaza in Springfield. And so a lot of folks were snapping photos with him and very excited. So when I told my son, he was super excited about, about it. And he yeah. wasn't there for the event. He just happened to be there. I Yeah, he was. He, I think he just happened to be there for some something else that was going on in Springfield. About that. State Senator <laughs> Bill Igel reps an area in St. Louis. And he was part of that conservative caucus last year that the whole thing with the map and the Caleb Rowden. And we want an 8 nothing map. And Caleb said, yeah, I know you do, but it's not realistic. And this thing could end up in, in court. And it got kind of nasty last year. It did. And I think that that's also one of my big takeaways from this weekend. I spoke to Senator uh, Rowden and said, hey, it looks like, you know, everyone's getting along. And he's like, yep, we're taking it, you know, day by day. And he's like, but it is, you know. And so it's it was having been there last year, having been to the governor's prayer breakfast last year. The vibe is totally yeah. different. And people are smiling. And even talking to some of the staffers in the building, I'm, I'm I, you know, I, I had... I said, 
gosh, it has to feel good to show up every day and have hope that like the stuff you've worked on is going to be moving forward and just has to feel better because I'm sure I can I can just imagine sh for them showing up last year and just feeling like you're you know banging your head against a wall every day for work and that that had to just be a long year for them. So I'm excited. Uh, I think, you know, everyone seemed in a really good mood. Anytime we can quote Andy Dufresne, like uh, Stephanie Bell just did, and hope is a wonderful thing. And to get that hope, yeah. And that kind of ties up with my conversation that I'd had with Bill Igle. Bill Igle and I don't have a, he was the guy last year when this stuff was going on, called the radio station. He wanted to pee on the fire hydrant in Caleb Brown's backyard because they were button heads and just about demanded that they come on our show. And I was like, whoa, that's not how it works here, man. Um, and so I, I was frustrated by it because he'd never been on before, never. And I got what he was doing. He was just wanting to pee on Caleb's uh, fire hydrant. But I spent about 15, almost 20 minutes with State Senator Bill Eigel, and I said, hey, man, you know, how's it going this year? I get there was a lot going on, and pe maybe people did things they regret, i.e. calling a radio station not in your district and begging to come on the show. Maybe sometimes, I didn't say that part, but, you know, sometimes we do things that, that we regret. But here was the big takeaway. I said, he says, yeah, it's different this year. I said, so what is making it different? I know you guys are getting along. What's happening behind the scenes that is making it different and as we're standing there in this crowded hallway we kind of shuffle over so we can enjoy a little bit more privacy in our conversation and he kind of leans in and he says well brandon he says one of the things he said specifically that caleb Routon and i are doing he says we're getting together once a week and we get together in his office and we sit uh, and we talk about okay here are things that we can do and from my recollection of that conversation with state senator bill eigel he's it's been very fruitful and i guess we, we as taxpayers we're seeing that we're not seeing any big drama we still have what three months to go so there's always hope we can always be hopeful but thus far been pretty decent yeah, they're getting along. They're pushing. You know, there, there's been some really contentious hearings. Heard a lot about um, uh, Representative Riley had that transgender hearing that went well into the night. Nine hours of hearing, you know, a lot of high emotions, but people were complimenting him on his professionalism, how he conducted the hearing. You know, so so really some some emotionally charged and really serious issues going through. But they're they're, you know, stacking these hearings up. They're doing education, the parents bill of rights. I mean, they're moving things along, you know, once it gets to the floor, especially once it gets over to the Senate, you know, again, the details, you know, can catch some people. But right now, I think folks are digging in and, you know, and wanting to get things accomplished. Uh, you see a text from Stuart? I haven't yet. Uh, he's kind of, he, he, he gets what we were throwing down when we were trying to avoid dropping a name of somebody that would have potentially been at the statewide Lincoln days. Stuart, no, we did not see the other Eric. Eric Greitens was not there. So when Stephanie says, oh, did you see who was there? Because listen, and this is serious, and I get it if you like his politics. Uh, I, I get it. I like his politics, too. Ultimately, bad for Missouri. Um, that's my take. Does not need to be in any political office in Missouri. But apparently there's talk. He's thinking about running for some other kind of office in Yikes. Missouri. So when you said, guess who I saw at statewide, my first go-to was Eric Greitens. 
wasn't it? We didn't see I her. Didn't, I don't, he could have been there. I didn't, I didn't personally see him. But you know what? We didn't see Eric Greitens at the one the year before. We didn't see him at the Boone County Lincoln Days. And we didn't see him at the Lincoln Days in Kansas City either. Because remember, there were wanted posters all through the hotel. That is true. That is true. Well, Brandon, earlier you were talking about how the day after the Super Bowl should be, you know, a holiday. It looks like the legislature might get a partial holiday on Wednesday for the parade. Um, there's talk because they're, they're in today on a, and, and Brian said that's unusual um, because it is a state holiday. Um, but they said, you know, obviously if the Chiefs parade goes down on Wednesday, the folks from Kansas City, a lot of elected officials will probably want to go. So they might have a short week or a shortened day on Wednesday. Oh, good for them. Coming up just a few minutes from now here on the show, some of the other big things happening over the weekend. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. There's no reason to believe that this would be the last time we see him in these moments. And so but once you win two, you, you know, put yourself in a very small class of quarterbacks and you start getting beyond that. And then it's a completely different conversation. And then obviously the, the way he plays the game is so different. It's changed the way people want to play the quarterback position. And so because of that. It's a really good start for Patrick Mahomes. Stout list of quarterbacks that have won at least two Super Bowls. People like uh, like John Elway, Peyton, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, obviously, on that list. Terry Bradshaw. Uh, so, in thin air, Patrick Mahomes parade coming up on Wednesday in Kansas City. Be interesting to see if the locals going to be hitting that up today. They are going to Disney. And coming up 7-10, look at kind of what some of the... Because, uh, man, how do, I don't want... You want to be the reporter in the Kansas City Chiefs locker room last night. Right. You don't want to be the reporter going to the Philadelphia Eagles Mm-mm. locker room and saying, how does it feel right now? Dude, we just lost the Super Bowl on a last-second field goal. How do you think it feels? Don't even know how I can handle that. Welcome out of the show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell is back. What was the highlight of your trip? Oh, my God. So many? <laughs> so, so many. Sleeping in. Did you get to sleep in? I did sleep in Good. a little bit. But, no, I mean, uh, you know, I was over in Europe for work um, getting to see people uh, that I hadn't seen in a really long time, especially, like, folks from Australia have literally been trapped in their country for, you know, year, since COVID. So some of those folks I have not seen since before COVID. So reconnecting with friends that I hadn't seen in a really long time was awesome. Um, I got to go see a great concert uh, at like an iconic place in London. I saw Ellie Goulding, which I like. She's kind of, but I guess she's releasing new music, but she's kind of old. I don't know that Hannah would really know who that is, but. I know the name. Okay, yeah. Couldn't tell you a single song. That was fun. So I was thinking about both of you last night, actually. And Marsh, maybe you caught this too. There were the uh, the commercials. I think it was from Michelob Ultra or Michelob Light, where they've got the beer, they've got the beer keg inside the golf bag and they're doing Kenny Loggins, I'm all right. Yeah, Mick Ultra. Mick Ultra. And I'm thinking... At least Hannah, maybe Stephanie might not get it, but I'm pretty sure that producer Hannah does not get the reference to what this was about. The whole thing with the Mick Ultra, the the keg inside the golf cart, and Tony Romo up in the tree, tree playing the gritty groundskeeper. I guess Caddyshack. not, no. Caddyshack. You got that? Steph? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a reference to a great 80s movie, Caddyshack, and I'm thinking not everybody's going to get this reference, and it happened to be of all the mm, commercials... That was one of the ones that stood out to me, but I got to think, and there's a, I mean, a lot of people that just have, they, they don't get the reference here. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Uh, welcome to the show. So coming up 710, some of the, what uh, what Jalen Hurts is saying, he actually said something pretty cool. Um, you know, he was able to, afterwards, he's being asked, and basically says, you know, I got to learn this 
as a, a learning experience, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of people, and I think a lot of us people in this room, for example, we want to hit it out of the park every single go, like every single show. Like when we're done at 9 o'clock here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, and if we feel like we haven't hit a home run, maybe we've just got to first base or second base, it's kind of disappointing. So I can imagine for excellence, people that demand excellence of themselves, like Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, what it's like when you don't achieve that excellence. Yeah, I mean, anytime you go up in a game, you know, there's got to be a loser, right? And you're just not going to come out. It's kind of, I mean, and it like, you know, I'm a lawyer, right? So, you know, it's somebody versus somebody else and you want to win every time. But, you know, the nature of the game is that someone's got to lose. And so, you know, by virtue, but, you know, I think it's, I mean, how many people get to play in the, in the Super Bowl, right? So incredible. And I think that goes back to what we heard the audio about Mahomes is how many people get to win two Super Bowls. And now that he's won two Super Bowls, you know, where does that trajectory lead for him, right? And he's so young. What is he, like 27 maybe? 27 sounds right. Oh, my goodness. Two kids, one of them on Mama's hip last night as she got up and interviewed on Fox. Today, sunshine, high 60. I mean, a beautiful day again today. Marsh, what was the highlight of your weekend? We had fun over at the Navy Club Chili Cook-Off, didn't we, Brandon? Yeah, it was a really good time. Spoke to a lot of people, spoke with a lot of people, and uh, the, the first mother of Jefferson City did our chili. How did we do? Took second. Oh. Yep. Irene Turgeon, the mayor's mom, and her Greek chili came in second place, and not too shabby. Mm-hmm. What was the most interesting chili? I'd say ours. <laughs> Okay. Here's the most interesting thing, and please don't take this as any. Oh my God, he's against religion or something. It was just, it was just interesting. One of the booths, two nuns, oh, were nice. in the chili cookoff, and I didn't get their organization, John. They were with the American Legion. Okay, with the American, but it was cool because you had, you know, a bunch of folks, American Legion, and you had Marsh and Hal Dooley who host a show on one of our radio stations. You had all this and people in red and chief's gear and veterans and all these people who served our country and over in the corner. These two nuns Aww, serving. Yeah, sweet. it was, it was cute. It, it they was, weren't nuns. Oh, what were they? They were portraying nuns with their heavenly chili. Uh, oh, they were just dressed up as nuns. They had Brandon fooled, apparently. Yeah, they did. 